0: Hey everyone, it is DiaperPerv and we've got JBDL here. Hey everybody. And I had a great topic idea. It was when my ABDL friend, who has never been to any events before, like big or small, he started asking me questions about Capcom, like from the very, very beginning. What do you do? What is the process like? And I started explaining it to him and... Then I realized at my first event, I did have anxiety. Like, I mean, I don't know if that's what anxiety really is or if it's just nerves or being nervous. But there was so much uncertainty that I had because essentially I go to every event by myself for the most part. And for those of you who who are nervous about going to, to an event by yourself, that's really, really really normal. Oh yeah. I went to the biggest event, my first event by myself, and I knew like one person or maybe two, and they were both clients. Yeah. And then I had clients booked. Um so coming up to like getting out of my Uber to go to Capcon to the hotel, I had no idea what to expect, and it was so scary.
1: Well even before you get in the Uber we were just saying what happens you're in the Uber Yeah and the Uber driver's just making conversation. Right. Oh, well, what are you in town for? Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that happening. But,
1: so I mean I if think if ever had a chatty Uber driver, that's pretty normal.
0: Yeah. I I was coming from another hotel where I was doing sessions with people from Chicago that weren't going to Capcom first. So and then I was Ubering from that hotel to the host hotel for mm-hmm. Capcom. And I guess if he asked if he was like chatty and was making small talk, I would just say, oh, just for a work convention.
1: Oh, what kind of work do you do? <laughs>
0: See, this is when we talk about psychology.
1: Anxiety. I mean, this is like... I know I have anxiety, and that's yeah. how my brain starts to spin things. Okay. Like, what is not necessarily the worst thing that can happen. Right. But what is, to me, in that moment, do I think is the worst thing that might be asked or happen kind of thing that I risk exposure.
0: Okay. Are you I risk exposing yourself or the hotel and what's inside? Mostly myself. Would you be embarrassed to say, hey, it's a H play convention?
1: Yeah. Really? I think a lot of people, especially if it's your first time going to one of these, yeah, and being a part of this community and not knowing what to expect, like all that anxiety starts I mean, look at the discussions online on Reddit. How many you know, I'm going to Capcom for the first time, what to expect? Should I go to Cap? Right. You know, how do I get tickets? Blah blah. Like there's all this anxiety wrapped up. And approaching this.
0: Because there's no one holding your hand through it. You're just doing it. Right. You're right. There is no one holding your hand. Yeah. And <laughs> huh.
1: it's really tough because you don't know what to expect. So, you know, for me, like, it starts with that Uber convent conversation. Hell, it might start with, like, please don't let the person on the airplane next to me ask why I'm going to Chicago.
0: Oh. And I guess I don't have that problem. Yeah. At all. Like, if... I'm not outing the hotel, like if it's on a plane, and I'm not outing the hotel, then I would just tell them straight up. You try. Um, But if it's the Uber driver going to the hotel, then I can't say what it is because that's in the stipulations, the ticket stipulations, that you can't out the actual event and where it is. See,
1: right there, you just hit on something, that was it. I didn't even know that. Oh that was yeah. an unknown unknown. We didn't even I didn't even know to even not know about it.
0: I think it was in like the last year's Capcom ticket rules that who reads those. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I read it like twice, even though I wasn't going.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so that for the people who are gonna be listening to this conversation, yeah. there's something to think
0: about. Yeah. You know? I, I would just say, Oh, it's a private event. Yeah, I'm just, you know, staying in town for a few days seeing friends. Mhm. Yeah, that's pretty innocuous. Yeah. So, okay, so I get out of So, one the anxiety Uber.
1: demon slain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I get out of the Uber and I get my bags and then you walk inside. And then immediately you have to go to the line to get your Capcom tickets.
1: So when you get out of the Uber yeah. you approach the front of the hotel. Yeah. Are there already people milling about inside coming and going? Are there regular guests? Or is it all EBDLs? Do you not know yet? Is it just like a regular hotel at that point? That is
0: a great question. It really depends on the day you get there. Because if it's the first day, like the Thursday, then it doesn't go into like lockdown until like 2. So up until that point, there would still be regular guests. So you have to look vanilla. And and then you go inside and there still could be regular gas and you find the line to get your ticket. So you have to get your ticket first. Yeah, you have to pick up your Capcom badge.
1: What is the what does that process look like? Does it is there a big flashy neon sign that says people who wear diapers for fun sign up here? <laughs> or is it a little I little... wish. So I, you do maybe.
0: <laughs> I wish. You would
1: just stock that area. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but oh. for everyone else who might be nervous, like, right. you've got into the hotel, great, now you have to get in line to get a ticket for an age play diaper event. And yeah. You're like, everyone who knows I get in this line is going to know I wear diapers, or I right. like age play. Wow. It, like, how is it, like, how, what does that look like? You've gone okay. there.
0: Yeah, I've gone to both the different hotels, so it looks like a big cluster F it's not like of any people. convention ticket. Yeah, like there's a huge line. Like you can't not see the line. Sometimes a line is spilling outside in the past where people are lighting up outside. So
1: that's actually a good thing for anxiety because I would look at that like, okay, all these other people are in line for the same thing I need to get in line for and they're not nervous. They're not scared. They're there.
0: But I think a lot of people are scared. You just have to do it. You just have to physically stand in the line.
1: But there's something to be said, like having other people who have the same fears as you in the same way. Oh, yeah, Like, now you don't feel... It's not like I'm a lone person walking up to a little table that says Capcom. Right. ABDL's sign in here. Yeah. Where it feels very exposed and very focused. Yeah. If there's a big line and I'm part of it, then I kind of blend into the background.
0: Okay, so I'm... uh, So I'll... Remember back to my very first CapCon, I walked in, and the line was huge. It was, like, right in front of me. And I'm looking around going, wow, I don't know anyone. I'm here by myself. It's so scary. I guess I have to just stand in the stupid line now (laughs) where I can get my ticket. And, um, And I definitely saw this couple, and they, like, looked at me, and then they, like, whispered something about me and then looked back at me. And
1: what was your what was your mind uh, thinking?
0: Um, oh, do they know who I am? And it turned out like they had a session with me later. So I guess they recognized me from my social media. So this was before I was like somebody. This was before I used the name Diaper Perv. I was like, not really anybody. (laughs) Pre-Diaper Perv. Yeah, yeah, which was nice. It was nice being anonymous. You know, and then I had, like, ABDL crushes. So, so I recognized people from social media, but I was too shy to go up to them. Is that crazy?
1: No. That's part, again, yeah. it's all about that anxiety of being at this event. And, like, not only is it your own anxiety about being at an event, mm-hmm. not knowing anybody, no. being, feeling very vulnerable, very alone, but, oh, my God, there's somebody that I see online yeah they have ten thousand followers yeah and i these pictures
0: yeah and i watch their youtube videos and
1: I, it's like do i go and say hi to them do i leave them alone like they're they're a celebrity to you yeah. yeah
0: yeah they are um so i had to stay on the line and then i got my ticket and then I could, now while you were in or line, my badge my badge not my ticket
1: okay while you were in line did you talk to people or did people try to talk to you
0: I don't remember. I, Is I think it like a long I, line?
1: Like an hour or half hour?
0: No, it was like fairly short at that time. I think it was under half an hour. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard that it's been hours before, but I think I maybe waited like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So you have to get your badge and you have to show your ID and get your badge before you could check into the hotel because you can't be in the hotel without a Capcom badge. That's how they you know keep it locked down. So your Capcom badge uh-huh. what's printed on that? Uh, my first one it had my screen name whatever I registered it with um, so it it did say mommy on it on that one um, and it had the my badge number I guess it was a number like a, a register how it you know consecutive number like a registration and that's it.
1: Okay, so it didn't have your real name or any personally
0: identifiable info other than like your screen name. Correct. Yeah, whatever I choose chose it to be. All
1: right.
0: And then you put that around your neck and it has to be visible. And then they give you a wristband. So both have to be visible this you know.
1: So you can't share badges.
0: Yeah, and to show that you can be at that inside that hotel.
1: Now The badge and the wristband, is there anything about them that if you were to walk outside the hotel back into the world of the general public, that would give away?
0: No. No, it didn't have, like, a big baby with a diaper or, like, a grown-up cartoon person with a diaper sucking a binky or anything. It, yeah, it just said, like, Capcom really small. Okay. So no one in passing could could see it.
1: So like, yeah, if I'm a Capcom attendee, like I just picked up my badge. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to go eat, but I don't want to the here. And there's a restaurant yeah, around yeah. the corner. Yeah. And I forget to take my badge off. No one's going to be like, what's that? Your, your, your badge says you wear diapers? And it's like, it's not no. going to be anything like that.
0: Yeah. It's just like a general, it looks very plain and innocuous and there's no tells.
1: Okay, you know, other
0: good. than, like, it looks like a convention badge.
1: <laughs> Which is normal, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, you've got your badge, you've yeah. got your wristband, yeah. you checked in.
0: Yeah, I, I went and got my hotel room key. I did talk to some strangers at the hotel, at the... Um, Front desk? Yeah, in line.
1: When you say strangers, were these other attendees or just regular people who were there for Oh, the good qu-
0: Attendees. Okay. Yeah, and I think in line is a good time to talk to people.
1: I think so. I mean, if you can, if you've mustered up the courage to make it that far, being in line, Mm -hmm. that's the time, I think, when everyone is at their same baseline anxiety. Yes. That being able to start a conversation is easier because once everything gets rolling, Mm -hmm. you know, people who might be better adapted at socializing Mm -hmm. are going to go right into that mode. It's going to be hard to connect with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Whereas if you're in line together, hey, it's you get a an instant conversation topic.
0: Yeah, because you're forced to stand there. Yeah. And I've gone to so many conventions over the years. I'd be like, hey, do you just fly in? Where'd you fly in from?
1: Yeah. Know. Or just be like, hey, is this your first time here? Have you been here before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, hi, my name is. Whatever, right. introduce yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. what are you looking forward to Mm -hmm. I feel like for me anyway if I were in that situation I'd feel very cautious about talking about personal details Yeah, because if you're somebody who's still very closeted about ABDL
0: Mm -hmm. or you have a sensitive job yeah
1: or you're just just nervous in general Mm -hmm. um, then you might actually pull back a little bit if someone was asking you those details Mm -hmm. even -hmm. if they're being completely innocuous
0: oh of course yeah And don't answer any questions that make you feel uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Someone says, oh, where'd you fly in from? And you're from, say, Los Angeles. You just say, oh, I'm on the West Coast. Yeah, that's good. You know, I'm from the Midwest, or Mm -hmm. lie. Oh, I'm from Tampa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. Yeah. They're
0: not double-checking
1: your information.
0: No, they're not. Um... Yeah. I always thought it would be cool to write down what city you're from on your badge. Like, if you want to meet people from the same city. That's interesting. You
1: know, what might be better, I think, rather than putting it on a badge, is if they organized, like, they have all these little events and workshops and classes. uh Like, there should be the LA meetup, the San Fran meetup, the this meetup. Like,
0: throughout that's a good idea i would go to all of them because i love la yeah and i wouldn't want to know people in san francisco so i would just like just go to all of them yeah i don't live there
1: it could just be like a you know some sort of happy hour where they just set aside the rooms and you can find the room closest to the city you live in or region you live in Mm. and go meet people who are from the same area that's
0: kind of cool that'd be neat yeah let's let's send them that idea and see what they say all right, even though I'm not going. Okay, so back to back to me feeling scared. Yep. Then I went up to my room, and I unpacked my stuff, and I looked at the schedule. So at the point
1: you went up to your room, it was yeah. still, the hotel was still in half
0: vanilla mode. Yeah.
1: Like mm-hmm. things hadn't kicked off yet. No. So when you're in the elevator, when you're yeah. walking the hallways, yeah. you don't know, other than maybe if they have a badge or not, whether someone is there for the event or not.
0: That is correct.
1: So you do still want to be cautious? Yeah. Discreet?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then I think for me, I just started doing like the sessions right away because I had sessions booked as soon as I got there. Um, What was really scary was leaving my room after the sessions and like going and meeting people because I didn't know anyone and it wasn't anybody so i felt weird i guess it was scary it was really scary because i would look around and i would see other people that seemed to, to already know each other like giving each other hugs and going off in groups and they had their little friend groups or they were busy going somewhere and it was scary because i'm like oh i'm not part of that
1: does Capcom kick off with any sort of social event where everyone can be in like the same room and just socialize or is it just like okay the hotel takeover starts now everyone you meet is an abdl
0: um not right away but later on that early evening there's yeah. um an opening ceremony okay
1: so this was before the opening ceremony then that you out yeah. to meet people so how were you going to meet them like were you just going down to the lobby were you going to the bar
0: like, what did, did I do? I'm trying to think of my first day, and it's hard for me to think of it. Did you just ride the elevator until somebody got in? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, like when I went out, when I was outside my room, I would try to just compliment people if it looked like they were by themselves. Okay. So I would approach others that weren't with someone.
1: Invisibly. And just be like, oh,
0: I like your shirt. Yeah. Or, I like your onesie. Just, like, cute, small talk.
1: I think that's always a great way to approach people if you're nervous, if you're not, you know, socially graceful.
0: Yeah. Is
1: find something to compliment somebody on. Mm-hmm. Because if people aren't coming to talk to you, because everyone, if everyone in the room is nervous, they're not going to talk to each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So to get that process started, be the one to go up and say, yes. I like your...
0: Yes, because someone has to do it, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's okay to take the first step. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's a lot easier sometimes to just be the wallflower, Mm -hmm. sit and absorb. I've done that plenty myself. Mm -hmm. But when you can find a reason that you're someone you'd like to go talk to, just walking up to them and, hi, I'm so-and-so. I think you're bag it's really cool where oh. did you get it mm-hmm.
0: you know yeah and i now that i'm thinking about my first one i was so scared <laughs> like now it's not scary but it was terrifying i would my suggestion is bring something cute to give to people oh, okay. like little stickers giveaways. yeah um i brought halloween stickers to remind people of the trick-or-treating on friday night there you go even though I wasn't like the organizer for it but I just wanted to like remind people so I'd be like don't forget about trick-or-treating would you like (laughs) would you like Halloween sticker and sometimes I would stick it to their badge holder
1: yeah and I think that even if someone doesn't want a sticker it's an opening for you to approach them
0: yeah it is I remember one guy he had a hole punch and he, he was offering to punch holes in your room key so you can attach it to your badge Oh, to your lanyard. That's smart. Yeah, and a bunch of people were like, "Yes, please." <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. That's super smart.
0: Yeah, because then you need your your lanyard with your badge. You're yeah. gonna have that with you all the time. If you're just waddling around in a onesie, there aren't many pockets. No, those. there isn't. <laughs> so it made perfect sense to not lose it. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, so little giveaway stickers, bracelets, yeah. whatever. Go
1: buy a couple packs of Disney stickers, mm-hmm. different things, princesses, princes, mm-hmm. characters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Would you like a sticker? Yeah,
0: yes, please. Yeah, it's a good opener. Okay, you know what was really scary? Hmm. Breakfast.
1: Why was breakfast scary?
0: Because it was a buffet, right? So you go downstairs and you get your food, and there's all these seating. And it's scary because I didn't know anyone. So I would just be like, hey, can I sit with you guys?
1: So it'd be like high school cafeteria. Yes.
0: Yeah. I would just pick a group that looked decent or looked inviting or looked over at me and be like, hey, is this seat taken? Can I sit down? And then I would end up meeting new people every morning, except for the last morning. Then I sat with people I already knew because I knew them from the con.
1: Yeah, okay. And start building up your little group of people that you recognize.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just recognizing faces. But that was so scary because it was, you know, the daytime. And I'm like, well, I have to sit somewhere. I'm now,
1: gonna... when you went to breakfast, Yeah. how many people were still onesies, diapers, outfits, versus just plain normal Vanilla clothes?
0: Oh, a lot.
1: A lot of them were in, like, ABDL dress? Yeah. Uh, really? Okay. Because that's the point of
0: Capcom, is to dress how you want. Would you say
1: that the people who were maybe nervous to show that side of themselves and were dressing vanilla were probably in the minority?
0: Um, well, there's a lot of DLs that go. So the DLs would just wear, like, a T-shirt and diapers or whatever they're going to wear. Okay. But I think at breakfast, it's, like, that hump is... Over for a lot of people. That's the next day. So the the opening ceremonies have happened. There's a party that happens, and people are more comfortable wearing what they want.
1: There are still people checking in on them on the second day, though, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So, for if you were to show up, like let's let's say your your first day. Mm-hmm. was to show up on that second day. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone's had a whole night to kind of meet and get to know each other.
0: That's even more scary.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Like, uh-huh. So if you walk into that now and yeah. you don't know anyone, it would feel scarier. It would. Because everyone's already started to partner up and break up, and there's no big line where you can stand in and meet people.
0: No, there's there'll still be a line.
1: Okay.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then at that point... There's already, like, classes, there's already a schedule, there's things to do. Does that make sense? So you can go to all these individual classes and activities and meet people, whatever your specialty thing you want to do is.
1: Okay, so that's always a good way to be an icebreaker, getting into events and activities.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I highly recommend that, where, you know, whether it's crafting or learning some other activity. Then you're in a smaller group, and you're interacting with other people.
1: Now, you're there. People are mm-hmm. in ABDL mode, so there's diapers, there's onesies, there's all of that happening.
0: And yells too. There's yeah. a lot of DLs.
1: But, well, those would be the people walking around t-shirt, diaper, and shoes. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Um, and shoes.
1: I, mean, I. You would guess.
0: I mean, you should wear shoes. Probably. Um,
1: does it feel? protected from the outside
0: Absolutely. Yes,
1: like you don't feel like people outside can see in or might see what's going on No, and there's no one like causing a scene that might draw attention to what's happening.
0: No, I've always felt really safe inside the hotel There's no way people can get in From the outside.
1: Okay, and what about the staff? What's that like?
0: Uh, the staff are really really nice both in the old hotel and the new hotel They're really chill. Uh, Sometimes they're, but at the last hotel, they were wearing t shirts, like cartoony t shirts, and getting into it, into the spirit as well. Um, I felt like none of the staff looked at us weird or treated us, uh, you know, weird or different. I'm sure they had an onboarding process where they talked about all this stuff. Um, But yeah, it was just totally normal. Okay, so Um, it
1: doesn't feel like you're in this place that is supposed to be a safe place and there shouldn't be any worry mm -hmm. about exposure Mm -hmm. or about somebody being there, particularly staff who might React in a way that would really bring you down or bring you out of that space.
0: Yeah, I never saw that happening at all Um, Another reason why I really like big conventions is because there's so much going on and it's very structured So for someone like me who's who wouldn't be good at like a free-form kind of party? I've never been good at those. I like having a schedule and knowing where to go when to go and what's going on at that hour and I feel like that's a great way to meet people, for people who are shy, because you're here at an activity, doing an activity, learning something together. Yeah. Um, or at a round table, talking about a special interest, and then you can open up. I'm definitely not good. Okay, you know what's really scary? Hmm. <laughs> at nighttime during the parties. That was the scariest for me. Because it's unstructured and you're just there's people. F no. No? I mean, I mean, F no as in I want to be in that. You and want my, to
1: be in that or you don't? I
0: don't want to be, but I forced myself to go. Why
1: did you not want to be in there?
0: Because it seemed like everybody was having fun and knew each other and I didn't know. So
1: that's common yeah. anxiety right there. Right, that is super common.
0: It's like going to a nightclub and having some type of goal there, and you don't know anyone. You
1: no, know, that's super like I think common for a lot of people who have any sort of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Is oh God, I have to go into a room with a group of people. And the only purpose is to, air quotes, have fun. Yes. It's not like a class or an activity or anything organized. Yeah. I have to create and make my own fun or participate in others fun.
0: Yeah. And that
1: shit is scary.
0: It is. It is because... I'm like, well, is some is anyone gonna talk to me? And then I'll see someone I recognize, like a client or something. So at that point in the evening, I might have had a few sessions. So at least I knew a few people, you know. Yeah. And that helps. But what if I didn't and I had to go in it cold? That's so terrifying to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just again, like you have to go and bring stickers, pass out stickers. Or something, or find a reason to go and talk to somebody. And mm-hmm. wow, that's a really cute onesie. Or I really like your passy. Or oh, are those the such and such diapers? Mm-hmm. I haven't tried them yet. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah.
0: And
1: you just approach and like be,
0: you know, open. Yeah, open. Yeah, you know? yeah. And sometimes, I guess I've never really talked about it before, but like this is my first CapCon, right? I've gone up to people and they were kind of cold to me. Yeah.
1: And those are people who are probably just dealing with their own anxiety and they just yeah. can't feel comfortable opening and that's fine.
0: And I learned that not everybody goes to Capcon with the same reason I'm going there, which is to meet people and be social. Some people go to Capcon just to hang out with their own friend group.
1: Yeah, just to have a space where they can hang out together yeah be in their, spa- their head space their headspace yeah and on a, a large social setting where they can feel normal about themselves
0: yeah yeah and some of them may not be open to meeting new people or strangers or they're still worry of strangers they don't know and i felt like a, a few times that was the case
1: so that's a really good point. Like, if you're anxious mm-hmm. and you're forcing yourself to go talk to people, mm-hmm. and you hit somebody who's cold like that, yeah. that can be like super discouraging. Like, it especially is. if that's the first person you talk to. Like, oh God, everyone's going to be like that.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And thank goodness it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so as so I learned really quick, like not everyone's there for the same reason. You. It's you have to understand it.
1: I think that's a really great observation if Mm -hmm. you are anxious and you're feeling defeated because maybe the first few things you tried just didn't work out Mm -hmm. is to remember that not everyone there is there for the same reasons Mm -mm. and you just need to keep plugging away until you find the people whose reasons align with your own.
0: Yeah, and that's why I like the activities and classes and meetups and stuff. Yeah. Is that usually people who go to those, you, you can kind of tell if they're more open to talking or sharing, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. It's a lot of different people with different anxieties, yeah. different shyness levels. Sometimes uh, couples are there, you know, and they just want to experience it mainly by themselves. I haven't had people being rude to me, but definitely cold. Yeah, like kind of like the cold shoulder. Like, why are you talking to me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that's tough because you're already in a very vulnerable. Sp- position like here i am being abdl out in the mm-hmm. open and if this is your first time at a convention this may even be your first time around other abdls yeah. that have never been to an event
0: yeah
1: and if you get that energy from the first few people you interact with it can be very discouraging
0: yeah the parties were definitely scary but i, I forced myself to go and if i recognize someone from online like their name then I'll, I'll make it a point like hey i follow you and i like you know whatever stuff or we have this in common and that really started a lot of conversations as well um and okay this is what i did um if you have a talent of any type go in the talent show because i wanted to see i wanted everyone to see who i was period that was my goal
1: so you wanted everyone to see your talent
0: no i wanted everyone to see who i am period not my talent that's secondary it's like whatever i just wanted them to know who i am so what did you do oh i did um a polynesian medley where i did poi balls and then hawaiian and then tahitian
1: so you showed off your talent
0: yeah yeah but i just really wanted to show off myself, so, just to get my name out there. Okay. Um,
1: I mean, that's a really good thing. So if you're shy and you're worried about going up to people, if you have yeah. a talent, yeah. that's a good way to get it out there. Yes. To get out a part of yourself, no matter how small you think that talent is.
0: Yeah, because you're on a stage, and then afterwards, so many people came up to me and started talking to me. And I, I like that, that they are coming up to me. And maybe they wanted an excuse to come up to a stranger and have a conversation. And I like that. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think that's why I'm so out there on social media. So that people will come up to me. So that everyone knows who I am. So that they'll come up to me because I'm shy. Yeah, because
1: you don't want to come up to
0: them. <laughs> exactly.
1: Make them do the hard work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's part of my strategy uh, over the years. So, another thing I wanted to talk about is seeing my ABDL crushes. (laughs) And that's kind of scary. Yeah. But I saw my first ABDL crush, and I went up to him and started talking to him.
1: How did you approach him?
0: Um, I saw him walking down the hall, and then I was like, here's my chance. (laughs) And then I just ran up to him. I probably blurted out a bunch of gibberish, yeah, <laughs> it's so embarrassing, Ugh, I can't even deal with this right now, I don't want to think about it.
1: Bringing all those emotions right back, huh?
0: Yeah, but I'm like, oh, I follow you on social media and I really like your stuff and blah, 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 and, and like now people do that to me, right? And, and how does
1: that make you feel when they come up and they say that?
0: Um, It's so normal now. <laughs> So, Um,
1: for your AVDL crush, that's probably normal uh, for them, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I think I hugged him. Okay. I mean, that was good. I mean, as long as you didn't
1: surprise (laughs) hug him from behind (laughs) without any warning, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, geez.
1: Yeah. So, for someone attending a con or an event for their first time, and there is somebody there who they recognize from social media or elsewhere, that they are like, oh my God, this person, I love them, I admire them, I want to be like them, what do I do, how do I say hello?
0: Huh, okay, so how would I want someone to approach me? Yeah. Right? Um, And also, not just that, but like being the person
1: that's doing the approaching since you've been on both sides of this.
0: Right. Um, It's okay to be nervous. Just come up and say, hey, diaper perv or whoever it is you're approaching, I really enjoy your, your, you know, what you put out there. And I think it's helpful if you make it personal. I'd rather have someone start a personal engaging conversation rather, just, rather than just compliment me and then leave it at that.
1: So what, what is a good starting point for a personal
0: engaging conversation? Oh, jeez. I guess, safely, you could talk about the con, unless you remember something personal about that person that they've shared on their social media. Yeah. You know, like, I have four cats. Yeah. Then you can talk about their cats. I love cats, too. How are your cats? I have three cats. Um, anything to make it more personal. Or if they can say oh I really like your video on this my wife and I found it really helpful and we had a great conversation about it that's a really good opener
1: now what would you say if you were a nervous attendee and you see an ABDL social media personality that you follow and what that person mostly does is going to be like really cutesy content and things like that aesthetics uh-huh. things like that so I feel like that seems to be a, you know, a big part of the content of the ABDL convention community, right?
0: Um, Is the cuteness? Well, no, just like we have the
1: people who are maybe have a lot more followers and their content tends to be maybe either more fantasy or lifestyle or something like that. Where you're like, wow, this person's really living their authentic best life.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, how do you you approach that? I mean, I guess, you know, I like your cats. Works if they have cats.
0: (laughs) Um, I would try and find something that connected me to them something personal okay by i guess asking questions that's a really tough one because i don't really do it i made i crafted my online persona so well that like people come up to me your abdl crush whoever that was yeah what were they doing that you crushed on them um, they put out really sexy content with messing and diaper rubbing, and he's cute. So,
1: same same thing. You're seeing somebody who's not who's doing content like that.
0: Yeah. Now... But I didn't go up to him saying, oh, I love it when you mess your diaper <laughs> and, uh, so and rub it. What did you do to make it personal? Um, I think... I'm trying to remember what I I said. I think I asked, like, what are you most most excited about for the convention?
1: Okay, so you kept it topical to what's going on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Nothing, like, pervy or anything.
1: So I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so-and-so. Yeah. You know, I follow you on YouTube. You know, what do you think of the convention so far?
0: Yeah, or what are you excited about? Um, are you are you gonna participate in trick or treating? Yeah. <laughs> that's another one. Are you doing the Halloween event? Yeah, or maybe if
1: like you like if there's a class that you're planning already on going to. Yes. And you think this person might be? Are you going to such and such class too?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a good opener, I think. Yeah. Or oh, are you gonna be in the talent show? or you? Or you could share something about yourself. Like, hey, I'm gonna be in the talent show.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I guess. I don't know. These are all just theories. Obviously, I couldn't even talk to my crush this weekend. <laughs> I just told like, other people, oh my God, there's my crush.
1: What? Diaper Perf still has nerves and anxiety? What do I do?
0: Should I talk to him? There he goes. <laughs> oh, it's. I'm sure my face is so red right now, and I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I do. I have a lot of crushes I don't talk to because yeah. I get I'm too scared. I don't know what to say. So I'll just freak out and like blurt out a bunch of BS and then they're going to think I'm crazy. See, that's the anxiety.
1: <laughs> that's we're, we're going right back to where we started. That anxiety is yeah, I'm going to tell you all these things that are horrible and bad. Yes. And, and the thing to remember with that is none of that's come true, at least not yet. Um, yeah. And you really, like, you already know, okay, I see my crush. Yeah. I really want
0: to talk to him. Uh-huh.
1: So you know what to do. You, you've had people who've crushed on you come up to you.
0: Oh, yeah. Lots of times. So, yeah.
1: As long as you... Wait, what do
0: I do? Well, you're telling me I know what to do. What am, what am I doing? Welcome to anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just said, make it personal. Relate something to what they've done or what's topical. Approach him and talk about that. Oh, my goodness. But you see, when you're talking about it in the context of helping others, yeah. it doesn't occur to you.
0: No, no. And,
1: and, and it takes that moment of like, let me read back what you just said. And you're like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to like think how I would apply this to my real life. Like if I saw my crush at an event later this year, I would freak out. Yeah. And I'm probably going to say something really stupid. And he'll be like, oh, Lord, you're the girl that's been stalking me.
1: But again, that's the anxiety talking. That's not the calm diaper perv that was talking five minutes ago. I know. And it's, you know, how do you bridge that? How do you say, okay, my anxiety exists and I know it's there, but it's not real. I know what to do because I've done this before and people have done it to me in reverse. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go up and say, hi, crush. So cool seeing you here. How are you? <laughs> what did you think of the such and such show? Okay. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, that's how you would want to be approached and
0: how you teach other people to approach. I don't teach other people to approach. That's what I'm oh, uh, doing right now. Okay, fine. <laughs> 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 I guess um, res- approach people respectfully, yeah. not pervily. <laughs> um, don't, don't grab them. Don't I, hug them from behind. Oh, my goodness. I've heard of incidences at Capcom oh. where, like, guys were rubbing their diaper, rubbing over over their diaper, staring at a diaper girl.
1: Yeah, that's that's a whole other set of problems right there. This is like, yeah. I think that's a different conversation.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: But yeah. It's like
0: more than once I've heard about oh, these yeah. incidences from women more than once.
1: Honestly, <laughs> if there was like notes from convention Security or administration. Mm -hmm. It would probably be very shocking Mm -hmm. um, The things that people have done. Yeah, but those are also you have to remember edge cases. Those are not the common It is
0: not common at all. I've never had a bad incident at Capcon but I also think it's because I'm a top yeah and
1: Yeah, I mean just because it doesn't happen a lot doesn't mean that when it does happen. It's somehow okay It's never okay but the truth is, the vast majority of people are not going to experience it.
0: Yeah. You know, what's yeah. important, you know, again, this is the
1: whole other conversation topic is
0: how does the convention react when this happens? Mm-hmm, right. What steps do they do? Yeah. Mm-hmm, after it happens. But, yeah, but that's that's okay. a different conversation. Yeah. I think we covered a lot on the anxiety. Um, I don't have anxiety for ABDL events anymore but i i did well you don't have
1: any more abdl crushes you'd be like
0: oh my god no okay none no because the crushes i have are non-abdl ones i mean i just want to peg them but (laughs) (laughs) i just want to hang out with them and peg them
1: (laughs) (laughs) you just want to go out have a nice lunch maybe go do some sightseeing get back to the hotel room and peg them
0: yeah and slam them against the wall (laughs) And pull down their pants and peg them, yeah. And then diaper
1: them afterwards, or if they're into that.
0: If I peg them hard enough, yeah, they'll need diapers afterwards. (laughs) Oh, Oh Lord. Um, But after your first event, it will get better. Because your next event, you'll know the people that you hung out with and exchanged words with from the last event, and they'll come up to you and be like, hey, you. Yeah. And I'll say from my personal experience,
1: now I haven't done CapCon, I've done smaller local events, and for the longest time I was a pure wallflower. But people begin to recognize you
0: yeah, being
1: there, and that makes them more likely to now start approaching you. Yeah. It does take time. Yeah. Um, but it does help break down some of those barriers that, okay, this person's been here before, even though they never talked to anybody, they seem safe, they don't do anything bad. Let's go talk to them.
0: So when you say you were a wallflower, what did you do? Like, were you helping with the events right from the get-go? Or did you, like, sit there? Did a lot of sitting. Okay. And you wouldn't approach people? Very, very little. Very okay. little. And I
1: was just very nervous about it. Um, okay. You know, because just like you, it's like it seemed like everybody already had friends there. Yeah. Or was part of a group or dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I felt very hesitant to approach anyone about any of that. Yeah. Uh, And I would see people who were living very openly their their lifestyle in that space. Yeah. And I was, and I still am, hesitant to show that part of myself. Yeah. Just that part of my anxiety is really amped up. Uh, But slowly people would talk to me. Mm.
0: Slowly I would
1: talk to other people. And then when I went back again... Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't you know even if our first time talking was like a five minute conversation, the second time was now a ten minute conversation, yeah. and maybe the third month third time I met them, we'd have like a twenty minute conversation
0: yeah. you know and it
1: slowly builds up and then you meet their friends and then you talk to their friends and then and you become friends and yeah it it took time
0: and then at what point did you start helping out with the events I think when
1: I finally got to a point where I knew a lot of the people there. Um, even if it wasn't deep, it's was just like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, I could talk to them. I didn't feel nervous. Mm-hmm. And I started to recognize a lot more people who were like me, who were attending but not interacting. Yes. And in my, in my head, that's like, oh, I know what it's like to be that person. Let's go break the ice and invite this person in. Wow. Because that's the hardest thing. It's, like they, it's not that they're choosing to self-segregate. They yeah. just might be too scared. Yeah. And if you invite them in, it's like a vampire. Yeah.
0: All of a sudden, they're happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, and then you became the change. Right? Yeah.
1: You know, and that's that's a part of it. Because, like, for a lot of people who are there, who are seeing their friends, who are seeing their dynamics, mm-hmm. they yeah. aren't looking for new people to bring in. Now, mm-hmm. they might talk to you a little bit, but they're mm-hmm. not looking at that. They're there to hang out with friends. Yeah. And for me, I always saw that as an opportunity to use that position to bring somebody else in as a friend to say hey come on over hang out with us yeah because it's hard being that wallflower it is especially in a community where you're coming to it an already vulnerable mindset like man i'm doing something that society sees is really taboo and i have a lot of feelings wrapped up in this and now i'm in a place with other people who share those feelings and yet i still feel alone right that sucks man it's yeah. Like, no, let me reach out and say, come on over. You're not mm-hmm. alone.
0: hmm That's cool. Wow. And helping with the events also helps too. So another little tip, if you're going to Capcom or another convention, sign up to volunteer. Yeah. If yeah. you're, a,
1: I feel like for me anyway with my anxiety if I have something that gives me purpose yes that breaks down the boundaries of my anxiety the fastest yes all of a sudden I have to work with people to go set up the ballroom or the classroom yeah or help at the this you know the check-in desk
0: or something yeah that's that's a great place to meet people at the check-in desk and same with me too like I at the CapCons I would organize a bunch of events so people would come to me like diaper change happy hour or whatever, pervy story time. They're events that I controlled that I could put out there and be the inviting person. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. You get to invite people in, but more importantly, you give purpose to your being. Yeah. It's like we are talking about going to that party where all of a sudden you have to make your own fun oh, and meet people. Nope. That's purposeless because you're floating around like, what do I do? Yeah. Versus oh, I'm hosting a class. Yeah, People will want to talk to me and ask these questions, and I can invite them to the class yeah. and talk to them if they're interested.
0: Absolutely. That's another tip. If you are good at you know something or if you think you have knowledge to share, just apply to teach a class. Whether you think it's a good idea or not, just try it anyways, because yeah. I didn't think mine were great ideas. They were like, Idea suggestions, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you're teaching classes. And I've never taught anything in my life until that point. I didn't know how to make a PowerPoint presentation. My husband had to help me. <laughs> I had to put all my thoughts in like bullet point form and in writing, but it was really, really helpful yeah. in my developmental stage.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that is great.
0: This has been fifty minutes of us talking. I hope whoever's listening to
1: this, you made it through your commute because this is probably the most <laughs> you're going to listen to. It. Yeah, and that you're safe and you didn't get frustrated and you felt validated that your anxieties are real. Yeah, and that they are shared by others. Yes. and that you can overcome them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it was terrifying. Yeah,
1: all the and all. The, thank you for entertaining my silly questions because that's <laughs> what my anxiety does.
0: Have a great day and stay padded and do the things you love. Yes. All right, bye. Take care,
1: everyone.